At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And running VEASAN final countdown alongside Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Tony. I have pumpkin cream cold brew flowing through my veins. There we go. It's going to be a good day. Still too early. September 1st, too early for pumpkin. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to put a Twitter poll out there because I, you know, agree to disagree on that one. We'll see what the fans think. I'll tell you what they're going to think. They're going to think that you're crazy. It's too early. Almost as crazy as maybe Mm. Donovan Mitchell going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. We will discuss that in a moment. Obviously, massive news. The Woj bomb coming down just about 15, 20 minutes ago. But for anybody trying to get a bet a bet in right now on the Mets-Dodgers game, first pitch coming in just about 10 minutes or so. Let's talk it over real yeah, quick. Yeah, get in there right now. As we sit, the Dodgers are minus 135 road favorites. The Mets are plus 115 home underdogs. We're looking at seven and a half as a total in this one. Look, we got Clayton Kershaw back on the hill. He was activated from the IL for the, Do- for the Dodgers in this one. He's making his first start since August the fourth. He's had mm-hmm. a very, very good season for them. 264 ERA, a sub one whip, 0.98 whip. Coming into the start tonight, and his advanced stats actually, you know, we try to see oh, is there regression coming or whatever? They're actually stellar as well. A 3.01 XFIP, a 3.11 Sierra. So Clayton Kershaw, real deal so far this year. Again, first start since August the 4th for him. Chris Bassett, on the other mm-hmm. hand, for the Mets has actually been a pretty decent surprise for them. A 3.34 ERA. 113 whip, a 361 XFIP to back that up, and a 363 Sierra. He's got a 22.8% K rate. So, I mean, every fourth guy that's stepping in there, he's striking them out. So, this should be a fun, fun game with two teams that who knows, maybe when it comes down to it, could be meeting for the NL. 
And so if we look at some of the, the splits here as well, a lot of folks on that Dodgers money line, it appears 64% of the handle, 66% of bets with LA here. I actually was looking at some of the more recent games for Kershaw, though. His last 10 starts, LA's only 5-5. Five and five. The Mets are 6-0 and oh in Bassett's last 6, 18-6 on the year. And I do like the way, like you mentioned, the way that he's playing mm-hmm. right now. Well, Kershaw might have a little bit of rust coming back from the IL. So I'm not necessarily sold. That's why I didn't place a bet on this game mm-hmm. specifically. I was talking myself into the plus 125 on the Mets, but I just couldn't get there because if, if Kershaw's Kershaw, then right. what's a girl to do? I know. And and listen, Mookie Betts has been knocking the cover off the ball. He's leading off. So if you look at the lineup for the Dodgers tonight for this afternoon, Betts, Turner, Freeman, Smith, Muncie, Turner, Lux, Thompson, and Taylor over on the Mets side, Nimmo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, Ruff, Canna, McNeil, Escobar, and James McCann is going to be behind the dish tonight for the Mets. Should be a fun one, and we'll keep you up to date on the scores and the live lines as this thing gets going here over the next couple hours. Yeah, absolutely will do, but like we said right off the top, uh, the big news of the day, the Woj bomb, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski announcing Utah's trading Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland, and here's the package, Lori Markinen, Ochai Agbaji, Colin Sexton, as well as three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps as well, so that's that's exactly what things are doing. Knicks fans Fans around the country, very unhappy. Yeah, probably unhappy with all this. And listen, if you're a Cleveland fan, I mean, it is a young core there with this team that Donovan Mitchell can kind of come in and and really shine. I mean, it takes a lot of the pressure now off of Mobley and Garland for next season because you do have a Donovan Mitchell in there to join a Jared Allen. I mean, those are four very quality starters for this team. So, I mean, you're looking at Cleveland now as a team, I don't think as a true contender to win the, the conference or anything like that, but certainly a team that we're going to be looking at as, hey, maybe a couple of years from now, this could be a team that is in serious contention on a yearly basis. And, you know, this for the Jazz, this is what they're doing, right? I mean, it's a complete rebuild. Yeah. They're getting rid of everyone, tear it down to build it back up. Sometimes you have to do that in the NBA. And the only way to do it is literally to get one of the top two picks. This isn't like the NFL, right, where, okay, you can get one of the top five picks and you can still land a home run pick that's going to be able to get it. You want one of those top two picks. You want to be able to get one of the best two players that there is because in the NBA, as we know, no other sport where one guy can come in and instantly make as big of a difference as it can. And so, uh, Jazz, look, it is what it is. I get why they're doing what they're doing. And, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert out of town and now Mm -hmm. Donovan Mitchell as well. And just a little bit of explanation, too, on the Knicks side of things. Ian Bedgley of SNY covers the Knicks and Nets, um, NBA insider in that area. Um, He kind of laid out that a reason why things didn't come together was because the Knicks obviously extended R.J. Barrett earlier Mm -hmm. in the week, which complicated a lot of those trade talks, opened the windows for other teams teams to get in there and make their case Cleveland doing the the best job after it seemed like they had pulled out of talks last week according to most reports but back in there and that's where Donovan Mitchell lands so an exciting time for Cleveland heading over to DraftKings if you take a look here did give a lot up though did give a lot what we have in the Eastern Conference Celtics plus 260 the Nets plus 310 Bucks plus 340 all makes sense all three of those teams at least on the surface certainly better but now you're looking six or seven to one heat eight to one and then it's Cavs 15-1 to to win the Eastern Conference. So the Cavs have now moved ahead of the Raptors, of the Hawks, of the Bulls. So these teams that have been kind of on that periphery, you now have this Cleveland Cavaliers team with that young core and the addition of Donovan Mitchell finds themselves as 15-1 to 
to win the Eastern Conference. As far as the title goes, I mean, look, it is still very top-heavy with the Celtics and Clippers and Warriors and Nets and Bucks. I mean, those are all going to be your favorites, mm-hmm. and Suns even. Certainly going to be your favorites. We look now, though, a little bit further down, only 30 to 1 on the Cavs. And again, ahead of teams that have been getting a little bit of buzz, a little bit of steam, kind of like the Timberwolves, kind of like the Pelicans, the Raptors, all these teams that so people are saying, you know, if things fell exactly right, maybe they can make a run, maybe they make a move in season to to help that roster out. Now you're looking at a Cavs team that's this 30 to 1, kind of right in the mix with that tier of teams that everyone's saying, like, you know, there is potential there. I was going to say, so legitimately, obviously, yeah. we, you know, I said it repeatedly yesterday, talking about different things in college football, that potential, what does that mean? You yes. haven't done anything yet, yes. so we'll see how this all plays out. But on the surface, when you do look at this trade, you look at Donovan Mitchell going in there, how much does he really upgrade that team, and is it enough to take a real legitimate leap this year? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the the, the young nucleus here, what they, they needed, they needed a guy like him, right? Mm-hmm. They needed the, the alpha to kind of step in there. And take a little bit of the pressure off of these super young guys to have to perform at just this massively huge level. And, I mean, I think this is great for Garland, great for Mobley, great for Allen to have a guy like Donovan Mitchell come in and be able to be that true kind of number one dude, true number one option, and allow them to kind of do their thing and figure their way out here as they're still incredibly young players in in the NBA. So I, I like the move all around. And again, for the Jazz, I know if you're a Jazz fan, you're sitting here going, what in the world are we doing? But like this, <laughs> yeah. this you have to do this in the NBA, right? I mean, it just is sometimes if you look around and the roster's broken, you just have to completely tear it down to, to build it back up. I know um, that you and I have only been working on this show together mm-hmm. for the last couple of days. So I haven't gotten your opinion on the Kevin Durant saga staying with Brooklyn and staying with the Nets. What's your just thought on all of that as far as marquee players either going somewhere <laughs> else or in his case, staying with Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, I think the weirdest thing was more along the lines of a lot of the, I mean, again, these were all just reports. I don't, there wasn't anything that was hard evidence that those were all real trade offers for him. But I, for me, it was just the low ball offers for him. I couldn't believe that nobody stepped up to the plate. I mean, it's Kevin Durant. We're talking about like literally a top 10, arguably a top 10 player, you know, of all time when it's all said and done, when we're talking about like pure scores, the guy is like, it's just ridiculous what he does at seven feet. But again, all reports, we don't know really what was going on behind the scenes and all this, but I mean, some of those trade offers, I'm kind of like, is this serious? Like, that's the offer, or this guy's off limits in a Kevin Durant trade. I'm like, it's for Kevin Durant. Like, what in the world? Well, are we so that's about? my question. Is like, it has to be because do people just not want to have to deal with the headache of what's going on? Because he's somebody that for such a yeah. long time seemed like an under the radar, super normal, cool as a cucumber guy, just wants to win. And that narrative changed drastically with all of the things with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, no, absolutely, that changed rapidly. But I mean, <laughs> I think that we're. Look, it, it, from the from a Nets perspective, I mean, what it does from and, and specifically from a betting market perspective was, for the longest time, I was just screaming from a mountaintop, <laughs> "Don't place any, don't place any Nets bets until you have an, any idea whatsoever what's going on with Kevin Durant," because like what you think you're placing a bet on could be completely different in a week or two weeks or whatever it might be, and so now at least you can place a bet with confidence of of what you're going to get, and I mean, I think that that team is is really, really good. I mean, it, of course, everything comes down to health, and as it is basically always in all sports, but more so in the NBA than anything else because one guy, specifically a Kevin Durant or specifically a Ben Simmons, if they're not out there, then this team is just completely different. But, boy, I 
I really do like what they've got going on right now, and I understand why they're one of the short shots to win it all. I don't know about you, but I did not expect to come in today and start talking NBA on the first day of college football, uh, week one, Thursday. It, 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 was, it, was like, it was like leading the last two weeks. We were like, when the Kevin Durant thing, when the Kevin Durant thing got over, we were like, okay, there's only one more thing that can happen that'll make us have to talk NBA like the rest of the year. We're like, there's only one thing that can possibly happen. The one thing did happen. Just waiting for yes. it to drop, yeah. and it happened today. So again, for those of you just joining us, Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz, now a Cleveland Cavalier. Um, three players being taken away, picks as well in the mix. So that's the way things play out. But like I did say, it is also the first Thursday night football of college football. So VEASAN's own Adam Burke is going to join us later on this hour at around 4.15 Eastern in hour two um, with the NFL getting underway as well next week. This is the time of year, Matt, that everybody is getting in on fantasy football. So we'll have our good friend Adam Levitan, fantasy expert, co-founder of Establish the Run. He'll join us in hour two as well. Um, and some of our favorite bets when we come back here um, in a little bit, we will get into some of those college football games. There's more news as well. Russell Wilson um, <laughs> extending his deal. He's rich. He's <gasps> richer. He's, he's already richer. rich. He's richer. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm just curious your opinion too. And we'll discuss it when we come back. I hate that these breaks just come up so quickly, but what that does now for a guy like Lamar Jackson, who is taking a stall when the season starts, he doesn't want to get into trade talks anymore, but we continue to see the change from the Deshaun Watson guaranteed money contracts. We're taking a little bit of a shift here with what Russell Wilson's got. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's already talking about, you know, <laughs> he's responding like random people on Twitter. Did you see this? Like someone's like, he he needs to get the same amount of guaranteed money as blah, blah blah. And then someone responded and said he already he already got that offer. He wants more. And then he wrote back. He's like, no, they didn't offer me that much. Oh, much he money. liked a picture yeah, of yeah. him in a Dolphins uniform. Yeah, Did you see that too? I don't know. What's, you know, what's happening? Gamesmanship <laughs> on the social media. You know, gamesmanship. Stay with us. Lots more to come on Vison Final Countdown, including we're gonna get some results to this pumpkin cream situation. September first, not too early. No such thing. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here live from the South Point. Everybody, make sure you go to vcin.com and vcin.com slash subscribe because we have all of the latest betting news and betting splits. So if you're looking for the latest, where the money is going, handle bet percentages for every single game. It's updated every 10 minutes. Every and nine minutes sometimes. Every nine. Every <laughs> nine sometimes. Don't even have to press yeah, refresh. Every nine sometimes. They just pop in yeah. on their own. And it's not only for today's games, but mm. futures future events as well. So make sure vcin.com and vcin.com slash subscribe. Matt Brown, Stormy Bond, and Tony with you here. Rolling along with some of the major headlines coming out today and in the NFL. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos reaching an agreement to a five-year, $245 million contract extension. Includes $165 million in guarantees. This now ties Wilson to Denver for seven total years, $296 million. He'll be 40 years old when this deal is technically out of commission. Yeah, yeah technically. Yeah, technically. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like he ain't going to be playing with this <laughs> but, but yeah, well, yeah, Third exactly. most guaranteed yeah. money, though, in the sport right now. Deshaun Watson, of course, a significant outlier with his guaranteed money, with uh, which is significant in a sport mm-hmm. that has a hard cap, and Kyler Murray as well. Yeah, I mean, we're looking here from a betting perspective. It doesn't really do a ton for us other than if you're bullish on this team kind of long term and you think it might take a year to fully gel for him to kind of get under the, the – you know, the new coach, new system, new everything like that. I mean, look, he's finally got an offensive coach for the first time in his career, right? I mean, like, you're Pete Carroll, love him, hate him, whatever it might be or something. He's he's just – he's a defensive-minded coach. He's a run-the-football-first coach. He's a guy that doesn't really coach in the 2022 style of the NFL, right? I mean, so this is, this is really, really good for this Broncos team. And, again, another franchise that understands what it's like to have – that quarterback, you know, they mm-hmm. had John Elway walk into that locker room for a long, long, long time and win them multiple Super Bowls. And, yeah, Peyton Manning was there for, for a cup of coffee, but they understand what it means to have some stability at the position, which they have not drafted well at the quarterback position. They've really struck out multiple times. And so to get him. It's been a rotating door yeah. for a little while yeah. now. Yeah, so to so. get them, to get to get him, you know, all, all lined up for the next five years and know that you've got that guy that's going to be walking into the locker room every day, that's uh, that's a big 
big thing for this organization. From a numbers perspective, plus 263rd in the stacked AFC West division, 9-1, to fourth in the AFC behind the Bills, Chiefs, and Chargers. Again, just showing that division and the toughness in it. Win total set at 10, uh, minus 110 on both sides. 18-1 to Super Bowl odds and Russell Wilson, 14-1 to MVP. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Realistically, how close do you think Russell Wilson is to winning a Super Bowl in Denver? Look, if you look at the schedule, a lot of times, like, I'll look at a schedule and say, hey, if you like the win total, maybe hang out, see what's going on, and then maybe you can make an educated decision after that. I look at the schedule and I say, don't do that. It's one of the few teams where I say, don't do that, because they start off with two cupcakes. Mm-hmm. They start off Seahawks, Texans, and they're going to be 2-0. and Like, it doesn't matter. They're going to be 2-0. and And then they get the 49ers very early on where maybe Trey Lance hasn't fully settled in yet, right? And so you're getting – Three very winnable games to start off the season, and so if I don't you, like the way you're putting that. I it, understand. I, know, I don't I like know. it, but listen, maybe <laughs> maybe Trey Lance is the second coming. We don't know, but I mean, there's a t- decent chance that maybe it takes him a little bit to kind of really yeah. settle in there at the starting quarterback position. And so if that's the case, you don't want to wait for the number with the Broncos. There's a lot of teams where I think, hey, look, you can sit back, mm-hmm. maybe get either a better number or at least the same number throughout the course of the season. Not going to really change all that much, but you look here. Three winnable games to start. Yeah, you go on the road to Vegas in week four, but that is certainly a game that probably is going to be a coin flip as it is anyway. And so, I mean, a theoretical 4-0 mm-hmm. start here for this Broncos team in and out of the question. And so I just don't think that you're going to get much better of a number when you look, especially when mm-hmm. you say week seven and eight where you go Jets-Jags again. So, like, even if they fall to the Colts and Chargers, which certainly they'll be dogs in both of those games, then you come back with two more wins. I just don't think you're going to get much more of a favorable number than you're getting here preseason. And with the exception of, like, looking through those first four games, with the exception of the 49ers, not exactly stellar defense, specifically for Russ to cook, as they like to say. Um, Also, big news coming out of Tennessee. Uh, Titans hit with a crushing blow to their defense after it was announced Harold Landry suffered a torn ACL during practice today. 2021 Pro Bowl linebacker had to go through testing on his knee and it's a torn ACL. So uh, not great. That news first being reported from Adam Adam Schefter and puts a little bit of a damper on what was a slightly exciting day, knowing that Derrick Henry had secured his contract um, adjustment boost, yeah. getting $2 million raise here in 2022, up to $4 million a year. Um, so two, in, one good and one bad news nugget oh. here for Tennessee. When you said exciting, I thought you were going to talk about the fact that they signed Josh Gordon to the <laughs> practice squad. I mean, that seems to be like a headline that everyone wants to talk about. Look, I was a little more interested in other things. Listen, personally. anybody who's been, even over the last two days, even if you only knew of me for the last two days, you know I'm not high on this Titans team, and I'm even more down on them as it is right now anyway. So I, I, I'm not high on this squad at all. I think Tannehill and, and company really, really, really dodged a bullet last year and ran on the right side of variance and certainly, certainly overachieved whenever you look. I mean, this team was – no, it's not the end-all, be-all, but DVOA, they were the 20th team in the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, typically a number one seed is certainly not the 20th team in the NFL DVOA and and Tannehill, one of the highest, you know, turnover worthy plays in all of the NFL as well. So for me, this is just yet another reason for me to fade the squad and another reason why I'm I'm certainly so high on the Colts and we'll we'll get into all that yeah, a little bit later. We'll get in into that well. later, but absolutely like a big hole to fill on that weak side linebacker spot. Looking at their depth chart, um, fifth year veteran, oh forgive me if I can't I'm so bad with names today. It's fine. Um Adonai, 
uh, could be in that starting role last year. 16 games as a backup, two and a half sacks, 21 tackles, eight quarterback hits um, in his first year with the Titans. But Landry, a guy that just signed a lucrative contract extension himself, really sucks for him, feel bad for the guy. And just another reason, like you said, to not be particularly excited about the yeah. Titans this year. I mean, year. I think it's, I think this is a, I think this is one of those teams that's in the running for a, not just a, not just a fall, but maybe even a, a drastic fall. We talk about the VEASAN Pro Plus subscription all the time about like what things may or may not go on like on break. And if you, you, you know, you paid like, let's call it $99 a month. Would you do that to see what kind of goes on there? Well, one thing you, we would not give you access to would be our, our, our group texts or whatever, which was on fire <laughs> last, last night, night just absolutely. on fire during the Serena Williams. I was match. writing. So as somebody who's not an avid tennis better by nature, and I don't watch a ton of it throughout the course of the year, all eyeballs are obviously on this match yesterday. And so I'm such a fan. I am riding the wave of every freaking serve for Serena. The first set, obviously, she ends up getting the win. Incredible. Second set, falls off a cliff. And I'm yeah. like, all right, we're out of here. What's going to happen? <laughs> and then third set, vintage Serena Williams. The serve got back on track. Incredible to watch. The emotion from her afterward. What a baller, by the way, afterwards. I am, I, I'm, I'm Serena. I'm just Serena. Do we think that maybe... Like she, she drew in power from the crystals and all the things that were, were going on, the diamonds and the crystals and all of that. Like, is there, was there any She's got to have like 20 of my engagement rings Was in her it hair? performance enhancing like, perhaps <laughs> like somewhere along the way? But all seriously, like we're, yeah. we were all, we were all so into this and, and look, Annette Conovit is number two player in the world, right? And I mean, this is, this is like a, this is a big win. And yes, in that second set, I thought for sure what I thought adrenaline dump goes, rides this wave. I mean, the crowd, that was the most part. I've been watching tennis seriously for for a multiple decades, mm -hmm. right? And that was the most partisan crowd I have ever, ever, ever listened to ever in my life. The only time they cheered Confit was when she faulted. Was that was, was it. Faulting. Like, the yeah. only time they ever <laughs> cheered was when she faulted. It did not matter. And she was hitting some awesome, like, some of those returns in the second set on Serena serves and all that stuff, she was just smoking winners, and it was just dead silent yep. in there. It was just dead silent. But, well, yeah, as you mentioned, she she found something between that second and third set, came out, and looked – look, no, I'm not going to say vintage Serena. That's, like, that's unfair to what she used to be, but – but she looked really, really, really good. Williams now, by the way, a minus 160, I think it keeps growing, minus 170 yeah. favorite against Isla Tomlanovic, who is plus 130, coming up on Friday. Her and Venus today also playing in doubles, which is uh, another question of how do you feel about fatigue versus she's only played six mm -hmm. Matches all year, so maybe she needs the game. She needs the practice. Um, if we have time, though, I want to play this quick soundbite from her after the match talking about playing freer. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I have had a big red X on my back since I won the U.S. Open in 99, and it's been there my entire career because um, I won my first Grand Slam early in my career. So... Um, but here it's different. I feel like I've already won, you know, figuratively and mentally. And, you know, it's just pretty awesome the things that I've done. And so I never, like, accept that and I never think about it. And, um, yeah, so tonight I was just like, Serena, you've already won. Like, just play. Like, be Serena. You're better than this. And that's what I was able to do. And that's certainly what she did. A remarkable 42-0 and 0 in first and second round matches in the U.S. Open. 14-1. to 1.
to win the whole thing. From and of 50 course, to 1. I know, From 50 to it's 1. So, it's, it's so absurd. And of course, we had our girl, Danielle Avari, on the show yesterday. All she does is win, basically, in the WNBA. Win, win, no matter what. Stayed under 169 and a half in that Aces and Storm game. She has, I'm not going to say her record on air. She can do that if she wants to, you know, do that. It is fantastic in the WNBA this year. She tracks all of her bets. She keeps meticulous notes on what she does well. And uh, it has really paid off for her. Absolutely love her and hope you cash that ticket with all of us. Adam Burke's going to help us cash some tickets in college football when we come back. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football season, betters know that this is when the money's made. Nobody knows football like VSIN. And now it's time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early for a discounted $175. Bucks. You'll get both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or you can join us monthly, $40 bucks a month, and see every VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. Stormy Bond and Tony, Matt Brown on the desk alongside the one and only Adam Burke, VEASAN multi-sport betting analyst, also new voice of the VEASAN college football betting podcast, one of the many amazing contributors to this betting guide. Week one on the pod. How's it going? It's going good. It's good to be back. Good to see you again. It's been yes. a few weeks. New location. Who does? I know, right? <laughs> it's weird. I have to ask you a quick question before we get into college football because it is the first edition of Thursday Night Football College this week, so lots to talk about, but um, a little friendly wager yeah. going with my guy Matt here mm-hmm. today on whether or not September is too early for pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice items, pumpkins around the house. How are we feeling? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Way no! too early. There we go. Way too early. There Come we on. Go. Put one in my column. Garbage. So yeah. far, I, I am. I mean, there's already Christmas decorations are already out in stores, right? <laughs> my mom, actually. And this is not, do not make this why I do the pumpkin thing. My mom does not take her tree down year round. She just leaves it up there. And so I'm not like that. I'm not to that extent. I am losing the Twitter poll so far. We've only, we're only 87 votes in, so I still have time for a comeback, but 65 and a half percent of the folks. I will say it's even earlier out here, like back when I was in Ohio, where it would start cooling off, the leaves would change a little bit. It kind of get in the mode of fall. It's 111 degrees outside right now. <laughs> I, there's, I'm well, not even thinking about I, fall that's here. That's why I said I go cold brew style. I just need the spice, the flavor, the cream in my life. All right. It's a little – let's get to football because I hate the way that this conversation is going for me. <laughs> you know what the thing is? Um, you know what the thing is? No, you know what the thing is? Going. Let me tell you the thing is. It's like everyone like this, the, like pumpkin-flavored whatever, but no one eats pumpkin anything. Like right. no one pumpkin eats pie, pumpkin bread, pumpkin chocolate chip let's, cookies. Let's buy into this, this marketing ploy of, of pumpkin-flavored stuff – like, no one eats eating a pumpkin. No one eats pumpkin anything. Pumpkin seeds. Rongo Bongo, brother. I just listed off, like, five things. You haven't eaten any of that stuff in over a year. I ate it this week. <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> I ate it this week. I eat pumpkin bread year-round, so haters going to hate. Anyways, mm-hmm. lots of college football today, including the Backyard Brawl is back after an 11-year hiatus. That should be Might a lot of fun. We have a Backyard Brawl here in a minute. We are. Seriously. We're having one. Um, we could also call that, by the way, the battle of the former USC quarterbacks. Uh, Penn State, Purdue, teams like Minnesota, Mizzou, UCF, all in action. Are you betting anything tonight? You waiting for Saturday? What's your approach to week one? 
Yeah, I don't have anything for tonight. I got a couple of plays on Friday that I made earlier in the week where the numbers have already moved a little bit. But look, week one in college football is such a challenge because these lines have been up for mm-hmm. two, three months. You know, and we're starting to see some movement now, especially because limits have been increased at sportsbooks across the industry. So we're really seeing some games move where people with deep pockets have influential opinions. But other than that, you know, it's just a lot of fact finding for me. You know, a lot of paying attention to games, paying attention to line moves, seeing what the sharp sides are, but then also seeing how these teams actually look once they get between the lines. Because we've all done a lot of preseason prep work, but... You know, who knows what these teams actually look like when kickoff happens. Well, well, so we head into this game then at 7 Eastern with West Virginia and Pittsburgh. As we sit right now, Pitt, a a 7.5-point favorite, 50.5, so the total continues to fall Mm -hmm. in this thing. That was 56 at one point, I believe. It is, yeah, continually falling. I mean, it was 51.5 yesterday, 51 Mm -hmm. this morning, and now 50.5. Is there, let's say, I know you don't have an official pick and anything like this, but like as you are going to be evaluating this game tonight, as you're watching this game tonight, what was your feeling heading into this thing? If you were, if I gave you, because I'm a generous fellow, that's, you know, if I gave you a hundred American dollars and I said, Adam, you can just bet, you have to bet a hundred American dollars on me on this game. What would you do with it? Well, I will say this. My power rating number on this game is pit minus 11 and a half. Okay. So I do have okay. a line that's a little bit off market here. The problem that I have in this game is Pitt is completely overhauling their offense. They're going with a pass-first offense from last year to a run-first offense this year. So Mark Whipple goes to Nebraska, and that didn't really work out in week zero for them. But you know they had Kenny Pickett last year. They were, I think, seventh in the country in pass attempts. Boston College's offense last year under Frank Signetti was 118th in pass attempts. So Pitt apparently wants to run the football this year. And I don't really love teams that run the football just because I think passing is a much more efficient way of going about it. That being said... Virginia's new offensive coordinator is Graham Harrell. So we know what they want to do. They want to throw the football. So you have two teams that are dramatically changing their offenses in this game. I think Pitt is the better team, and I think that's why the total is coming down because people expect Pitt to kind of control the flow of this game, maybe for their passing, for their pass rush to get to West Virginia. So if I had to play it, even though it's not a great number right now, it'd be Pitt minus seven and a half. And Graham Harrell, like you mentioned, the former USC offensive coordinator, knows Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels well. Um, and the thing about Keaton Slovis that's interesting to me is that Obviously, when he did replace JT Daniels as a freshman, he had a breakout year. People were talking about him as a future Heisman hopeful, potentially, and then he just never really lived up to that billing. So at Pitt, can the narrative change about him a little bit here? You did mention, though, that you have bets coming up on on Friday and this weekend as well. Uh, What are you the most high on that's in your in your wallet here? Well, I got a couple of them, and, and again, they were a little bit better of numbers. I still think that one that's worth playing right now is Illinois, plus one and a half against Indiana. I made that game a pick em, so I could even argue that maybe the wrong team is favored in that one because the difference would be Indiana's home field advantage, right? I only give them two points for that, so Illinois would be favored on a neutral. That game's down to one and a half now. It was three yesterday, and three in the Vista and Best Bets article thought sprinkling the money line was fine in this mm-hmm. game too. And I think now the money line is about the only option, the point and a half. I don't want to call it irrelevant because the game could fall one, but I think at this point, since you missed the three or the three and a half that was out there last week, Illinois money line would be worth a look. It, it's a smaller opinion for me now that the number is six, but Virginia tech and old dominion. I got this one seven and a half earlier in the mm-hmm. week. Uh, I thought over a touchdown was a good number here on the Monarchs. Virginia tech is changing a lot from last year. They were first year head coach in Brent pry and Ricky Ronnie and Old Dominion won five in a row last year to make a bowl game. They're one of the biggest teams in terms of returning production. They bring back a thousand yard rusher and a thousand yard receiver. 
and just a lot more continuity with them. They were one of the youngest teams in FBS in 2019. Most of those kids now are upperclassmen. So Old Dominion, I like them. I don't know if they win the game, and I think plus six is still okay, but it's a reason why you know you want to try to attack these lines early in the week if you think you've got a good play. That's what I did with Old Dominion plus seven and a half. As we look a little bit later this evening again, in case anybody does want to get involved in this Penn State-Purdue game, sitting right now, Penn State, three-and-a-half-point favorites, 53-and-a-half is the total. Going to be a lot of eyeballs on this one. It's on major network, all the things like that, primetime here on a Thursday. What did you kind of see in this one? Obviously, it wasn't enough to make a bet, but how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, so my line on this game is actually Penn State minus six. So I'm a little bit higher on Penn State than the market is. Both of these teams replacing guys that had huge target shares last year. David Bell for Purdue, Jahan Dotson for Penn State. So the quarterbacks are going to have to find somebody that they can develop a rapport with and move the football here. I have a hard time betting on Penn State in a favorite role because James Franklin is a really bad in-game head coach. So it's very challenging for me to lay any kind of number with Penn State, particularly on the road. With that being said... When up until Sean Clifford got hurt last year in the game against Iowa, they were a pretty good team. They should have won that game against Iowa. They had a big lead. Clifford went out, and the wheels just completely fell off, not only in that game, but pretty much for the remainder of the season. With a healthy Clifford now, I think Penn State could show pretty well in this game. But like I said, I can't bet James Franklin is a road favorite. He's just not a good in-game fourth-quarter coach. Year two and Mike Yersich's system could be a big help for Clifford. I, I like that approach. But there's been a lot of hype around this Purdue quarterback. What do you make of that? I do like Aiden O'Connell. I mean, I, I think that, you know, when you've got a guy like Jeff Brom that you can learn from, you know, a guy that played the position, a guy that's been around for a long period of time, I think Aiden O'Connell is a guy that's set up pretty nicely for success here. Again, the question that I have is David Bell was such a huge part of this offense last year. Who's going to pick up those targets? Who's going to pick up those catches? And the one thing that kind of concerns me about Purdue a little bit, not on the offensive side, but on the defensive side, they had they made huge strides from 2020 to 2021 in terms of points allowed per game, in terms of yards per play allowed. Felt like kind of an outlier, so I don't know if they can sustain that for this season. Maybe that's why we've seen this number come off the key number of three and go yeah. up to three and a half. The reason that I asked specifically about O'Connell is I was looking at some of his numbers through for 37 under 12 yards, 28 touchdowns, all sounds really good and impressive. But then I looked at two specific games where they played really good defenses in Wisconsin and Notre Dame, and he only had one touchdown, five picks, and 300 combined yards. And so I was like, is the defense on the other side, obviously they're not going to be dominant, but are they good enough to cause him a little bit of trouble? I'm not sure. Well, I think that's a really sharp point by you because when we look at college football, the discrepancies between teams is enormous, right? In the NFL, you talk about a power ratings difference of maybe 17 points from the best team to the worst team. In college football, you can have differences of 17 points within a conference. So I think it's a really sharp point that you bring up is that when you're looking at overall stats and overall numbers, you want to apply some context to it. You know, like a team may have 5.7 yards per play for the season, but if they had seven yards per play in their one FCS game, that kind of skews the numbers a little bit. So when you talk about O'Connell struggling against good defenses, that's definitely an angle that I, I would keep in mind for the rest of the year. Sharp angle for me, not something you hear every day. You okay to stick around? Absolutely. Let's do it. NFL when we come back. At
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zin understands there isn't any one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zin's there for you. Check out Zin Nicotine Pouches at Zin.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Matt Brown, I'm Stormy Bonantone. Adam Burke with us on the desk right now as well. We're going to talk plenty more college football as well as some NFL here. But for anybody that wasn't with us at the top of the hour, reminder, the Woj bomb did drop. Uh, Utah is trading Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland for three players, three unprotected first-round picks, and two pick swaps. Those players, Lori Markinen, Ochai Agbaji, Colin Sexton, and um, some significant odds movement as well with that for NBA championship from 90-1 to down to 30-1. to in the Eastern Conference, 30 to 1, down to 15 to 1 in the Central Division, from 7 to 1 to plus 380. And we actually have a Cleveland guy on the desk with us, Adam. So excited. 
I am. Everything, you know, I was going to say everything coming up Cleveland, but that's not exactly ever true. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's a huge addition for them. And, and, you know, Colin Sexton was a guy that they weren't really sure that they were going to keep long-term anyway. So, you know, I was talking to Matt about it when I came in because I'm not a huge NBA guy. I don't know everything about the capology and all that. And Matt said they didn't uh, give up too much, so I'm yeah. definitely happy about that. If we uh, and you were wondering if Clayton Kershaw maybe had a little rust a yes. little bit, uh, the Mets won nothing here. Only one hit for them, but three first inning walks for Clayton Kershaw. What so only ya. one hit needed to get a run across for the Mets. So mm-hmm. they lead one nothing there. Adam, just real quick before we get to your Week One NFL bets, I do want to hit these three big games that everyone's going to be watching: Oregon, Georgia, Utah, Florida, and, and Notre Dame. And Ohio State. Let's start with with Oregon and Georgia sitting about 17 right now. I'm not going to sit here and ask you if you think Oregon's going to win because I know your answer is <laughs> going to be no, but is the number 17 too big? Yeah, 17 might be a little bit big. I mean, Oregon head coach Dan Lanning knows this personnel very, very well, knows what Kirby Smart wants to do. Familiarity is something that can typically lead to a lower scoring game. So I'm a little bit surprised to see the total going up on this one, but I, I do not think Georgia is at risk of losing this game, no. I am contemplated, and I haven't pulled the trigger, but I probably should considering I am leaving for the football game. I'll be calling (laughs) later today. I need to to get that bet in there if I want to do it. But I like the first half play potentially on the Ducks because the number was plus 10. And knowing defensively what Oregon does have coming back and the guy in Dan Lanning who is leading them now, and we know what he did for historic defense last year um, with Georgia, but Noah Sewell, Justin Flo, Mace Buna, Bennett Williams, all really big playmakers coming back. Maybe that's enough to hold Stetson Bennett at bay and stay in it, at least for the first half. Um, I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, I'm also hoping you're going to tell me maybe Notre Dame can stay in it slightly with Ohio State. Based on your face, I already know the answer is no. And that's just my life in a nutshell, being a Golden Domer fan. I, I don't, I really don't know who can stop Ohio State this year. I just uh, defensively, I mean, if Ohio State improves with Jim Knowles, this is the best team in the country, and a lot of it has to do with their offense. And I think we see that here in this game against Notre Dame. Now, Ohio State sometimes can start slow, so I guess there is that. Maybe a first half Notre Dame, something like that. But I, uh, I don't think anybody holds the Buckeyes under forty this year. Aye, aye, aye. Somebody on the desk might be, uh, might uh. be, might be in the uh, in the tank for Utah as well. What do we, what do we think we're going to? I got the week? two though. At least. Yeah, this, and that's really important. You, line equity is such an important thing. I mean, it doesn't mean quite as much in college football as it does in the NFL, but you still want to get the best number that you possibly can. Taking three now with Utah is a little bit more difficult than anything that was below that or even when they were a dog over the mm-hmm. summer. My line's three and a half on this game with Utah, a road favorite. The concern that I have is it's going to be hot as hell in Gainesville. So, you know, does Utah wear down in the mm-hmm. second half? That's a definite possibility, but I think Utah is far and away the best team here in the Pac-12. You talk about continuity, consistency. They have it. Florida, new head coach of Billy Napier. We don't exactly know what Anthony Richardson's capable of. I think Utah just has a lot fewer question marks in this game. I do think the Utes win, but the minus three is a stiff price to lay now. And I totally agree with you on the environment, right? Because there's also going to be the swamp in general is just a tough place to play because of how excited people are going to be to be back in the stands, the new era that Billy Napier is going to bring there and the humidity and the heat that come along with that. Not only is Salt Lake city um, up in elevation, it's also very dry. So that's going to be a huge adjustment and not something you can really replicate. Hopefully they can get through it. Hopefully their offense has enough firepower that it's not an issue, but we'll see. Um, Also getting set for week one of the NFL which we are all so excited for. And you already have some bets in, in your bet slip here as well. What are you looking at? What's something that you really liked early for week one? 
Yeah, a lot of these are early thoughts. I mean, I, I've played a, a couple of things here in the NFL, a lot of really focusing on college football week one, just because I feel like there's a lot more opportunity in that market. Um, you got a Wong teaser opportunity, the, the Stanford Wong teaser. I know Matt's big on teasers. They had a big segment on it on primetime action where you got the Colts. You could take them down to minus two. You take Minnesota up to plus eight with games that are totaled in the mid to upper 40s. That's a play that I like. That's a play that I already made because I didn't want the teaser legs to kind of move around on me a little bit. So Colts minus two, Vikings plus eight in that one. I, I kind of want to ask you guys about this one because I was looking at Detroit plus the four against Philadelphia. And there, there's a lot of, I think, optimism about both of these teams, mm -hmm. to be totally honest with you. But Philly laying four on the road with Jalen Hurts in week one, I feel like Detroit's kind of intriguing there. Yeah, the the more than a field goal certainly had me looking at that one. It is on the short list of ones that might get plays for me in week one. I'm just uh, – the problem is, is I'm pretty bullish on this Eagles team, and I feel like I'm almost betting against my my feeling on them going into mm -hmm. this into this season. Um if they are as good as – and their potential is as good as I believe, then they should win this game by more than four points. And so that's the only thing that's kept me a little bit off of that. But also, you know, Dan Campbell, I would just, you know, <laughs> I, I blindly back him basically in every single every – So single I want to see, honestly, so that's a stay away, a hard stay away game for me personally just because I want to see if the belief that I have in the Lions and in Dan Campbell is a facade. And if out the gate week one they get – thrashed, then that's obviously, you know, I'm going to have to re-examine my feeling on Detroit, but where I sit right now, I do really like them. I do really like the four. So I know that I need to talk myself out of betting it. <laughs> See, that's I'm why, trying to be smart about it. And that's why I wanted to ask, because I know there it's kind of a polarizing team, the Eagles, people are kind of in on them or they're out on them. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of in between. I'm and not it's nearly the same, as high on, on Philadelphia as Matt is. And it's the same thing for the lions. So that's, what's always interesting to me about week one, where we know the personnel in the NFL, right? We, we, they're a lot more predictable and projectable but you do have these differences of opinion and this is one of those rare games I think where you have two teams that are very polarizing in mm -hmm. week one I actually wanted to follow up on your teaser real quickly just philosophically like mm -hmm. what are some things that as you're looking through a slate like that you're looking for for teams that you want to tease up or down yeah so for teasers you want to try to get as many key numbers as possible the biggest of the key numbers are three and seven Four, five, and six are all kind of fall numbers now as well, especially with the extra point being moved back, more two-point conversion attempts, stuff like that. So being able to take Indianapolis down from minus eight to minus two, you get minus seven, you get minus six, you get minus four, minus three. You get some really important numbers where the game is likely to fall, specifically when you're talking about a game with a total of 45 and a half that in theory should be lower scoring, should be kind of a little bit tighter. And then for Minnesota, it's a similar thing. Two teams very familiar with each other. You know, Green Bay, a lot of people kind of questioning their offense this year without Devontae Adams. I can get Minnesota over a touchdown at home with a lot of the hype with that team and a new head coach in Kevin O'Connell that a lot of people really like. So taking them from plus two to plus eight, I think makes a lot of sense there as well. Yeah, the Colts wasn't a game I was looking at to include in a teaser, and now I certainly am because that look, I mean, I'm just looking at that on paper. That looks great. Like, I, you've sold me on it. I know that. There will be an incredible amount of liability on that game for Ton, me. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Like, right. week one will be the make or break. Uh, that game will be the make or break for me.
For sure. So you took the Giants with the points here, and I'm curious because it falls in line with kind of two ways of thinking for me heading into the season and wondering how you went about it. I'm higher on the Giants, I think, than most people are, and I'm lower on the Titans than I think most people are. So this makes perfect sense taking the points with them. Is is it that line of thinking from you as well, or is it just you think that that's too many points for this Giants team? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I, I agree with you. I'm higher on the Giants, and I'm lower on the Titans, and I think the Titans probably even missed the playoffs this year, which I know is something that's been kind of a, a popular opinion out there. Uh, it's a lot of points for you know a Tennessee team that, by and large, goes through the running game. So it's a little bit harder for them to win by margin. It's harder for them to create margin because now they also don't have you know some of their talent on the outside. You know they're missing AJ Brown. We'll see if Traylon Burks ends up being the guy. But you know a lot of people really like the Giants and and just frankly, I mean the Giants having an actual adult on the sidelines mm-hmm. and Brian Dable will really really help this team. So I think getting six is just a little bit too much in Week One. And, of course, we are doing our vcin.com pro tips once every hour. If you go to vcin.com slash subscribe, you can get in on that and get all of the pro tips from every single show. But I think a great one is what you just mentioned, actually, Adam, for teasers. Think about those key numbers that you can go through to get a different wager. I think your I think the pro tip should be your Aiden O'Connell comment about you know not performing well against good defenses. Some guys are just like that. Two for the price of one there here it is. on the pro. A double up. <laughs> we just pro doubled tips. up on you there. Adam, really, really appreciate you stopping by for Absolutely. us. And, and we suckered you into staying longer too. So not a problem. It. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Adam Burke again, make sure you check out the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Him, Tim Murray, the whole crew getting together, talking all things college football. When we come back, hour two on VSIN Final Countdown. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.